Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Driveway, Hal Burns Truck and Equipment, and Swope Real Estate. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene. Whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine, if you're into it, we are into it. Now, here's your host, David Swope. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. That means it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report. I'm your host, David Swope, and we'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the state and on the national scene. Where there's two wheels or four, asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, we'll be talking about it. This is New Mexico's only show devoted to motorsports-related activities for the full hour here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. And we've got a whole lot uh, going on on the schedule uh, but got to start off with uh, what a race over at uh, Bulls Gap, uh, Larson Davenport, uh, which was totally a an extension of what we saw in January uh, when uh, Larson came to town. Uh, Davenport uh, swept the first three races of that six race series, uh, but Larson getting it done in Tennessee, um, and what a heck of a race! You got an opportunity, uh, go check it out on YouTube. Uh, quite a race, and of course. Larson being on uh, quite a tear, winning last week um, in Richmond, and, of course, them putting dirt down in Tennessee that you can uh, see uh, weather permitting uh, this weekend. As a matter of fact, trucks are supposed to be racing today um, and and cup uh, tomorrow. So looking forward to, uh, to checking that all out. But uh, morning, guys. Uh, jump, jumped into it right off the bat because we've got so much going on. Uh, but uh, we got uh, Dan behind the glass and RJ this morning. Hey, RJ, man, uh, quite an event schedule. Uh, the Lot Tigers event calendar. Uh, what's going on out at Albuquerque Dragway, man? Yeah, so pretty much everything is revved up to April. Everything's coming up to some great events. Albuquerque Dragway, actually, this weekend is going to be closed for Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. So that's what they have kind of planned. And their next, they have a few great big events that are coming up later on. But, I mean, it's just kind of revved up to you're going to see a lot of the more car shows. You're going to see a lot of the Easter egg hunts and all the yep. extravaganzas. There's a lot of good stuff to come. But Albuquerque Dragway has a cool stuff on their schedule. Yeah, April 30th is the uh, Duke City Shootout, which is their next bracket race. Uh, but might as well jump right into all the egg jokes uh, because uh, Vado Speedway, uh, uh, Easter celebration race with the uh, uh, Rancho Malegro USRA Modifieds. What else is going on uh, this weekend there? Yeah, so it's going to be, I mean, it's their, it's also going to have the late models. It's going to have their super trucks, the USRA stock cars, the legends are all going to be out there. Gates are going to be opening at 5. Racing going to start at 7.30. So go down to Vado. A lot of cool stuff going on. Always support. I mean, they always have kind of the extravaganza themselves. <laughs> I mean, theirs is with three Gs while uh, Alien has two coming up in just a bit. Well, there you go. Okay, Sandia Speedway. Uh, you got a test day going on today um, for all classes, including motorcycle, with their season opener April 22nd. We're going to have more on that. Uh, David Tanner uh, is going to be on the show. Uh, is going to make an announcement on who the uh, new announcer is there, um, as well as I, I see they posted uh, their points and their payouts um, uh, uh, yesterday. So we're going to go over that a little bit. Uh, but you mentioned Alien Speedway and the 2Gs. Uh, what's going on this weekend? Yeah, so Alien Speedway is going to be their Easter egg extravaganza with USRA Modifieds, USRA B-Mods, USRA Stock Cars, USRA Bay Hobby Stocks, 
the WTR Street Stocks, Legends, Bombers, and Junior Cyclones are all going to come out, kind of get the Easter weekend started with the extravaganza. There's going to be an Easter egg hunt going on for kids during each intermission as well. So good for the family, good for the kids, good for racing. And like I said, April, everything's revved up, guys. That's going to be an exciting time to come here. Absolutely. So uh, Legacy Speedway, uh, they uh, also have a, a practice session going on today. This is their first one, season opener, uh, next weekend. Uh, what's going on out at Aztec, man? Yeah, so Aztec's going on where pretty much they have their practice day that's going on today. Aztec, that's going to be from 8 to, or it's today the 8th. It's going to be from 12 to 4, so a good long event that they have going on. While next week is the 14th and 15th, where they're going to have the green flags drop, and pretty much the racing's going to get started. It's going to be a, a Friday event and a Saturday event. So two days go out, support Aztec Speedway, another great racetrack out here in Mexico. Oh, man, I just realized that, that, that I blew that. This is actually opening weekend for Legacy. Uh, their their practice weekend was last weekend. So this is a season opener at Legacy, so a correction on that. Uh, we've got some car shows coming up, including this uh, I Can't Drive 55. Well, dude, that that was like the 80s, dude. I mean, we, we, we the speed limits have gone back up. Uh, what's going on with that? Yeah, so pretty much it's going to be a 10-3 to 3 event. It's going to be at the Sunset Run Park on West 10th Street in Alamogordo. There's going to be food vendors, music awards. There's a burnout contest I have going on, cool Ooh. T-shirts at the event. So kind of down, uh, you know, Alamogordo. But, hey, you know what? I Can't Drive 55 seems like a fun event. Slowly but surely, after this Easter weekend, we're going to have a full, I mean, I could do a whole show just about on these events that are coming up on the Law Tiger event calendar. Now, it looks like there's a, a, a bike event down in Las Cruces. Yeah, so this one's a little, I haven't seen something similar to this, so I saw I kind of wanted to go on, but it's pretty much, it's called Bike Blessings, and it's uh, proceeds are going to go to the Habitat for Humanity, so it's a great cause that they have going on. It's going to be a regular, you know, people are going to get there at 10, it's going to start around 11.30, and pretty much what it is, it's going to be uh, just a bunch of bike people coming out, it's at the Las Cruces, it's the Eagle Riders, which is at uh, 980 North 17th Street down in Las Cruces. But it's the Fraternal Order of the Eagles. So, you know, it seems like a cool event. There's going to be a food, silent and live auctions, music by DJ Tony's going to be out there. It just seems like an overall great event that, you know, two wheels, got to give them some love. Absolutely. So we got we got the Los Alamos Auto Club. What What is that, about seven cars? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, there can't be, oh, I think I think Dan might Google see how many cars are in Los, Luna, in, in Los Alamos. But yep. what's going on? What's going on with that? Pretty much their whole thing is they always wait for the weather to be nice. So oh. their whole thing is literally just like, hey, we'll let you know when the weather's nice, we're going to get people out there. So this is pretty much, hey, weather's starting up. This is going to be the first day we're going to get started. It's going to be their auto club meetup on 15th and Central. So go out. If you're a part of that Los Alamos Auto Club, go out, celebrate. Guess what? Time to start seeing some great cars, some great racing, cruises, everything they have to do with the car shows. Go out to support. All right, so best event name, Carbecue 3.0. Tell us all about that. Oh, so pretty much it's with the Rickshaw Motors Club. It's going to be lined up at the Heritage Park in Los Lunas, departing at 3 p.m. They're going to cruise uh, Tome Hill to Ribs Hickory Pit Barbecue and for an after-cruise party. So you know what? It's, it's a cruise, it's a show, and it's barbecue. What, what more do we have to say? Well, I mean, way to, way to nail it. Yeah, I, I don't have much to say. Other than uh, mark your calendars, 
the uh, 21st annual Park in the Park uh, is, is just a couple of weeks away now. Uh, and that is Saturday, April 22nd, uh, out at the event center. Last year, that thing was off the chain. I mean, I think there was like almost 300 cars there. So, uh, uh, that's, that's definitely coming up. Uh, also the, uh, spring cruise and smooth is coming up on the 30th. Uh, but also came around a couple, uh, yesterday when I was distributing out some magazines, I came across a couple of others, including, uh, there's a car show on April 29th. It's the Intellitech College. This is their second annual car show. Nice. So uh, pick that up. So we'll have more information on that one next week, as well as the Career Enrichment Center um, has got a car show on Saturday, May 6th. Now, I, I went to Career Enrichment Center when I was in high school um, on the uh, digital electronics side. Uh, clearly uh, didn't make an impression on me because, you know, I don't do anything in regards to uh, anything digital or electronic. So... Uh, but anyway, uh, good to see that the, the CEC has got something going on there. But, uh, man, we have got a fast show today. We're going to be talking some drag racing a little later uh, from Roswell. We're going to be talking about uh, dirt track racing out at Sandia Speedway. But on the other side, we're going to be talking about some two wheels. That's right. We're going to be talking about some motorcycles uh, with MJ Dodson with uh, Weeby Racing. So, Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more coming on. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. This is Kyle Larson, driving number five DL1 Camaro for Indy Motorsports. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 1017, the team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is A.J. Almendinger, driver of the number 16 Chevy Camaro for College Racing. You are listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Gearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, Halpern's Truck and Equipment, and Swope Real Estate. Here's David. All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. And uh, joining us this morning, MJ Dodson uh, with Weeby Racing. How you doing, man? Pretty darn good this morning. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, you kind of you it shocked me a little bit uh, just a minute ago when you said uh, you were snowmobiling yesterday. <laughs> Um, I mean, where in the world were you snowmobiling? Yep, yeah, we got uh, some snow up north by uh, Chama, New Mexico. Got a good amount up there, so we might have a pretty good season. It's good for the lakes, good for everybody. Yeah, th- I mean, it just amazes me. I mean, it is it is early April. I mean, and so we still we still got some runoff, but the Chama's gorgeous up up, uh, up there. But uh, we be racing. Uh, you guys got uh, an event coming uh, in just a couple of weeks. Uh, how do people get more information, and what what's going on with that? Yep, uh, we're starting off our season. Our first race will be the 22nd and 23rd. You can just go to WeBeRacing.com, and we've got all the information there on how to sign up. We've got team races and the mini races on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we do the uh, big uh, hair scramble uh, almost all, well, for about three four hours on Sunday. So we've got stuff going both days. 
So hair scramble, is that what people do with all the bunnies from Easter? <laughs> right. Bring all their, <laughs> their leftover candy. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, what's really cool about that series, and we've got some uh, great photographs. Thank you for sharing um, in the magazine. So new magazine is starting to be distributed. I, I think I distributed about 2,000 yesterday. So um, they're getting out there. But talk, I mean, a hair scramble, is that is that just kind of uh, – you know, you take your own path. You just, you know, you just got to get to a marker. So we've got a, a start line and everything, and we start bikes, uh, rows of bikes, anywhere from 10 to 20 bikes on a row. And we have a course laid out anywhere from uh, six miles to eight miles. Uh, got markings out there with arrows and tape and stuff like that. And you'd keep going around and around for a set amount of time. That sounds that sounds fabulous. A uh, lot of different things going on uh, in uh, racing with uh, the motocross season really getting started uh, Moriarty MX. You mentioned that um, uh, Thule had an event that they they canceled because there's a lot of other um, motocross people that are kind of in in Arizona, kind of in the, in the New Mexico area. What's going on out there? Yep, we've got uh, Supercross in uh, Arizona, so a ton of people go there and cheer on the local kid. You know, Jason Anderson. He's out there uh, giving them giving them grief racing. But yeah, Tularosa went on ahead and kind of moved their schedule around. So the next one will be the 22nd, 23rd. Uh, you've got Edge MX down by Hatch. They're doing a practice the uh, 15th. I'm sorry, they're doing a practice on Saturday the 8th and then a poker run on the 15th. And then we've got Aztec up uh, around Farmington on the 29th. They've got an event going on. And then you've got Morardi, like you had said. They've got, uh, you know, four tracks out there, all kinds of stuff. They've got uh, practice this weekend with a bunch of Easter goodies, and then uh, they do a Wednesday night practice as well. So just oh, cool. ton, tons of stuff going. And then on top of that, on uh, next weekend, you've got the New Mexico Race Collective doing their uh, off-road race, the Doomsday 100 down in Las Cruces. I, I, I love the names, you know, the <laughs> yeah. different names that you come up with. Like One of the best ones I remember is like the Tarantula 100 and and it just made you think about exactly what they're what they're out there doing yep. um but you mentioned jason anderson i mean eli tomac you know also from um for cortez we can basically kind of call that new mexico right oh yeah i think so yeah yep yep a lot of the new mexico kids and those uh southern colorado kids have battled uh tomac and anderson uh yeah a lot of a lot of fun rivalry there between the states and between the riders well and i think that uh uh what people don't get is there's a lot of really good riders that come out of New Mexico uh, that don't seem to get enough press. I mean, even even yourself uh, um, doing different things as well as, um, you know, uh, on the water as well, doing the uh, uh, jet skis and stuff. Uh, but talk a little bit about the, the kind of New Mexico connection uh, to motocross. Oh, it's, yeah, we've got a, a pretty good present. Like you said, it, it hasn't gotten a lot of a press, if you will. We've got... Uh, we have a, a national champion, not only in Anderson, but in uh, Ivan Tedesco. We had yeah. the whole Johnson clan, uh, national uh, national teams, national races. Of course, you got Bobby Jays, right? The oldest yep. uh, motorcycle dealership in the nation, which is pretty amazing right here in little old Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> I would say it's the uh, biggest little town. So, yeah, we've, we've got a lot of that here. A uh, couple jet ski racers out of here, boat racers out of here. You know, it's racing is, is pretty through and through here, dirt or street. Yeah. I, I agree. As a matter of fact, I, I saw a great post on uh, Facebook that was talking about, um, you know, like what, why you spend so much money in, in, in dirt. I, you, I think you smiled because you saw that. Um, <laughs> and talking about all the different things that you can teach as far as uh, discipline and perseverance. 
Um, and I think that probably more in motorcycles even than cars because um, in cars I've often said, well, you know, I've got I've got doors to protect me, I got roll bars to protect <laughs> right. me. Uh, but when you guys all pile in like twenty twenty bikes into turn one, surviving turn one on a motocross race um, has got to be the toughest thing. Oh, definitely. It definitely is. It's uh, it's part of the the adrenaline, right? They say when the when the gate drops, the uh, well, you know, the uh, stops. <laughs> I won't. You can fill in the blanks there. So yeah. and it's true. It's uh, all those thoughts go out, and you're you're laser focused on getting through that first turn, whether you're banging bars or eating somebody's roost or putting somebody into a corner. It's it, it's a good time, and the family atmosphere is always good. That's something that we really try to promote with Weeby and and Morardi does, and all the motocross, uh, whether it's Aztec and Thule, just great family fun from. Heck, we've got kids as young as three on these electric motorcycles wow. all the way up to, uh, we've got an over 60 class. So, yeah, we just run the whole gamut, uh, ladies' classes, all kinds of good stuff out there for the families. Well, I mean, and I, I think about, you know, comments like that about, you know, how much, you know, how much people spend. I, I think it's more expensive actually to pay baseball. <laughs> I mean, I, I quite I've honestly, I look, I look at Dan, you know, and it's like, just to buy the different equipment. Now, granted, baseball is better than football, right? I mean, football, you got a lot more equipment um, to buy. But when, when I think if you dollar cost to average it out, I actually think that motocross is fairly affordable. I would agree. It is. You can start out pretty small uh, locally, even get used uh, equipment, used motorcycles. Uh, it's another good thing about the community is they're always trying to help bring in uh, new people and, and do stuff like that. Like down in... Uh, Santa Teresa, New Mexico, they've got an event going on. It's a, a whole expo, an off-road expo at uh, Santa Teresa Motorsports, right? So there's events like that that you can always go to and get information, and whether it's racing or just uh, leisurely riding, there's always something. Yeah, and I, I think that with uh, uh, there's a, a big event coming up in Farmington um, as well, and in, in the Aztec area, um, you know, where is the Aztec dirt track? Uh, the motocross track? Yeah, the motocross is- track. Out if you're going to Navajo Lake, I forget the okay. highway number, but okay. it's uh, east of town is where it's at, just just outside of town. Yeah, the the uh, city there is very motorsports oriented and has helped out and are helping uh, Aztec Motocross. It's it's really cool to see what's going on out there. Yeah, and like I said, even Morardi, Thule, everybody's really kind of starting to come together. There's a New Mexico State Series that right. it, they're doing. Uh, yeah, it's a good scene out there. Really, really strong right now. We need to keep it going. Yeah, how did you get into motorcycles? I worked at a motorcycle dealership, Albuquerque Yamaha, way back when in the okay. uh, 90s. And then uh, I think if you work at a place like that, you can't help but come into it. And then I got to use motorcycle. And as they say, the rest is history. Just started racing and then raced and raced and raced and kept after it. Yeah. Yep, yep. And I mean, it, and I do I do agree that there's. I think there's a lot of uh, used equipment out there. I think there's a lot of uh, different things that you could pick up. Um, as a matter of fact, I... I, kn- I know several people with basically a garage full of pieces and parts. <laughs> yep. um, h- how do you kind of keep that addiction in line? I mean, is have have you you know di- is there a is there is an MA is there a Motorcycles Anonymous Club? <laughs> oh, you know that's a great question. There should be at times. And uh, do you want to keep that addiction in line? I, I don't know. It's uh, uh, no the I alternatives. Don't. What are the alternatives? Right. So it, it's a good thing. And in, in talking about the use aspect, you even got uh, like Rust is Gold. Right. They do motorcycle right. meetups. There's uh, uh what's the name? The Sunday. Uh, blanking on that the sunday service motor company they do the same thing on wednesday nights okay you've got places like that that are really trying to promote uh 
rider and, and rider friendly. You can even work on your bikes there. They have mechanics to help you, and and that's more street. But uh, there's probably something like that probably come down the pipe in, in motorcycles for dirt bikes too. I know sometimes there's mechanics out at the uh, racetracks uh, that are, that are helping new people get into it, and then you have the again the family environment uh-huh. there. People will see when they need help, and everybody just jumps in to help, whether it's spare tire tires or spare parts, and helping them work on stuff. Well, and I think that uh, you know motorcycle safety is super important. Now, of course, you know, in off road, I mean, absolutely, never never ride by yourself, um, but I, but on the street, I mean, I, I think that the, probably one of the safest place to be is <laughs> off the street. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, out dirt bike racing uh, than it is on the road. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty dangerous out there. It is, uh, which is an interesting thing because they just passed HB two eighty seven into law. And basically, it's motorcycle awareness. There's a yeah. new license plate that's available for street bikes. And just to keep promoting it, like you said, the street can be difficult <laughs> and scary and, and, and dangerous at times. That Sometimes, yes, you think the dirt is a little bit safer. But uh, that's, I think, rider responsibility and rider education. It goes a long way for all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. What's the best way for people to communicate with you, to uh, connect with you? Uh, best place is at WeBeRacing.com. You can just uh, sign up there or email us there, and we can point you in the right direction for any other racing and get you kind of squared away with either dealerships here in town. We've got RNS uh, Power Sports, and then we've got Bobby J's Yamaha, a couple other ones. Mo- uh, Motopia is around. So, yeah, we can get you squared away and send you in the right direction. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming out this morning and uh, keeping us tuned into the uh, the two-wheel industry. We really appreciate it. Um, on the other side, actually, we're gonna we're gonna run down to Roswell um, and catch up with uh, with Paul Fields and find out what's going on with the Triple Six. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio One Hundred One Seven. The team. Logano is a two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Joey Logano, driver of number 22, Shell Pennzoil Ford, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio Albuquerque 1017. ESPN Radio 1017, the team, with David Swope, the fastest radio host in the West. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Gearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, Halpern's Truck and Equipment, and Swope Real Estate. Here's David. All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. And uh, when you think Dragway, of course, you uh, you got to think Gearwood Performance since uh, 1968. Yearwood Performance has been your home for go-fast parts, giving you the edge you need on the track and the street, knowledge of what to use and how to use it. Uh, Stop by yesterday and uh, uh, Jim, uh, talking with uh, Jim Costa, uh, the owner there, uh, wished him a belated happy birthday as well. But um, the place is packed. I mean, they've got, they're, they're ready for the drag racing season. So if you haven't picked up your parts, um, including fuel and tires and everything, uh, safety equipment, uh, you need to get over there uh, because they're ready for you. Uh, speaking of drag racing, we already got things going on. Uh, got the triple six big money bracket race, and joining us now is Paul Fields. How you doing, Paul? Hey, David. Hey, first first off, how'd it go last night? Um, well, I mean, we didn't have the turnout that we expected, but we still uh, 
had a good time. We ended up paying three thousand dollars out to the winner of the combo race. Uh guy out of um Pueblo ended up winning last night. But um you know, as I said, uh we uh didn't get the car count we were expecting, but uh, we still raced late into the night, had a good time. Uh the mulligan uh, aspect of the bracket race definitely uh changed uh the game for a lot of racers out here. So that was a, an interesting uh, concept and idea that we started using <laughs> last night. Yeah. So, I mean, what, I mean, I understand what a mulligan is uh, at golf. Actually, I don't, but uh, how, how do you, how do you take a mulligan on drag racing? So basically you pay the fee for whatever the mulligan is. In this case, it was a hundred dollars and you can use that mulligan to get back into the race after any losing round. Ah, okay. So, you know, we went through two or three rounds and got rid of, you know, quite a few of them, but then we got into the later rounds when there was only, you know, four or five cars left and I had to walk through the staging lanes and ask who still had a mulligan. And at one point in time, there were three of them and then they come back. Uh, two of those guys ended up winning. So they still had their mulligan. So yeah, we went through the semis like three or four times last night before we finally got to the finals. Well, now now that sounds fun. On one hand, on the other hand, it's like, hey man, I mean, if if, if you put it together and didn't use your mulligan, you got got to be a little uh, bummed out about that. Uh, uh, but let's talk about the the, the different classes. Um, you had the uh, the Super Pro Pro um, and Sportsman's uh, running. Um, uh, talk a little bit about the the uh, the battle within the classes. Uh, well, again, we had the combo race, so it was the Super Pro and Pro guys, all those guys race in their individual classes, and then the finalists from Pro and Super Pro run each other for the money. Um, so, there was a lot more Super Pro cars than there were Pro cars, uh, but Jason Romero ended up winning uh, the Pro part of the combo race, and he was the only racer left at the end of the night who still had his mulligan card. He never lost. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah, and then and Sportsman, you know, that was basically just... A class for everybody who either didn't have a trans break or, or delay box, you know, or couldn't keep up with uh, uh, the the ETs uh, that the other two classes were running. So, we, you know, the sportsman was just kind of a, a catch-all for the rest of the guys that didn't uh, feel like they could compete in Super Pro Pro. So, if if I understand correctly, the, the difference between say Super Pro and Pro is really whether you use electronics or not. Is is that accurate? Pretty much. It's basically a box, no box class. Uh, so we have Super Pro, they have the delay box and the throttle stops and the crosstalk and all that stuff. And the Super Pro guys, really all they have is a trans brake in their car. They're not allowed to have any electronics. And there are circumstances where Super Pro cars will run in Pro, but they have to zero out all their delay boxes and stuff. They can't use any of that. Okay. So what kind of, uh, what, what's kind of the difference in ETs between, say, the Pro and the uh, Sportsman divisions? Uh, I, like I said, the pro cars are usually, you know, nine second, 10 second cars and the sportsman cars are more of the, you know, 10 or 11 second, 12 second cars. Um, I, I'm not sure of the cutoffs, but I know in, in HRA, they have certain cutoffs for each class. Well, so I think the super pro cutoff is 999 or quicker. So that would be the super pro. So if you go faster than 999, you can't run a super pro. And I think sportsman is like 1199 or 1149 or something like that. That's still pretty quick. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is pretty quick. I actually ended up going to the finals in Sportsman last night. I took the F one fifty and just decided to enter and went to the finals. <laughs> in the F one fifty, how cool is yeah. that? <laughs> so I won the bracket race in Albuquerque last weekend with the Maverick, and then come out here and went to the finals uh, in Sportsman in my truck. <laughs> well, and I do think that that's the one cool thing about drag racing, though, is uh, is you you could run what you brung, um, yeah. and and you could still uh, compete with anybody. Um, and, uh, I mean, talk a little bit about, you know, kind of, you know, how you got involved in racing. I mean, you've had the whole family involved, um, at different levels and trying to find that, you know, the balance between, 
running yourself and and running the kids around? Well, uh, as far as getting into drag racing, uh, my dad got me into drag racing. My uh, my real mom worked in the tower at Albuquerque when she was pregnant with me uh, while my dad was working on the starting line. Uh, and then, you know, like I said, I was pretty much born at the track in Albuquerque. <laughs> and uh, as far as uh, balancing racing for myself between the kids, it's always been my philosophy that the kids come first. So if, you know, I can't. I don't have a way to get my car and the kids' cars out to the track. If I have to choose one of them, it's always going to be the kids. I I appreciate that, man. And I I think that's one thing about drag racing too is it is such a um, a family friendly. Sometimes you 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 get three even four generations uh, that are out there running at the same time. Well, and it's a lot of times you know it definitely has the family aspect included in it. But you meet people at the track who end up you know, basically becoming your family, you know, over, you know, a certain amount of time, like Jay and Andrea, um, very good friends of ours. We go out of town racing all the time. Um, and you know, we go, we go over to their dinners, we go over to the house, you know, every other Sunday they have dinner, they come over to our house every other Sunday to have dinner. Um, so again, you, you, you end up coming to the track, getting involved with different families who are from, you know, different walks of life and end up becoming best friends with a lot of these people. So a lot of relationships as far as family is concerned are made at the track. I completely agree. Uh, also important is sponsorship. Um, uh, Tate, Branch, Tate Branch Auto Group uh, stepped up and was involved in this Triple uh, Six Big Money Bracket Race. Talk a little bit about um, the sponsor and how important the sponsor is to actually making this happen. So I've had a lot of conversations with Tate over the past, well, I don't know, three years. He's been working with us for the last three years on pretty much every race that we've put on. Um, and not only does he sponsor some of the races we put on out here, he also sponsors the track in, out, or in, a, in Roswell. Like his, uh, the Tate Branch Auto Group logo is in both lanes. Um, and his logo is basically all over the track. Tate's uh, a big fan of drag racing. He always has been. He's told me multiple times, you know, that he, he does this because he loves the sport of drag racing. Um, and actually, Tate is the track record holder out here in Roswell. Uh, back in the mid-90s, mid, uh, mid he went... I can't remember the, I think it was a 630 or a 620 or something like that, which out here for me to see a car run that fast is, you know, that's, that, that would be, uh, quite a feat to see somebody run that fast here in Roswell. You know, it's a, it's on a, the shorter side of tracks. Um, but, you know, we saw Mike King go 438 here. He's the current track record over the door, or current track record holder, uh, in door slammer. And he, you know, he went straight down, straight down the track. Wow. So, you know, Roswell is definitely, um, uh, a nice track for sure. Awesome. Well, it, how would people follow you this weekend? Uh, what's the better, best way to find out what's going on with the Triple Six this weekend? Uh, probably Roswell Dragway's Facebook page. Uh, I was so busy last night. We're trying to train new staff, and, <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm I got a lot of running back and forth between the tower and stuff. Uh, so um, probably the Alien City Dragway Facebook page would be the best place to keep up with, um, you know, all the stuff going on. I know. Player One Productions, Austin Harvey is out here. They're doing a promotional video. He may or may not go live. We were talking about it last night. He's got all the stuff to do that. He may end up doing that at some point in time, but uh, he's not here yet, so we haven't really discussed it. Awesome. Hey, thanks for coming on this morning and always uh, keeping us updated on things that are going on drag racing related. All right. Thanks a lot, David. I appreciate you guys. Awesome. That was uh, uh, Paul Fields, uh, also uh, Bucky Media Group. You can uh, check out uh, his work as well. Um, but... Uh, I was uh, looking at the uh, the pro calendar and actually going on next weekend. Uh, quick drive out to uh, the Las Vegas Strip. You got the four wide nationals.
uh, that's going to be going on. Uh, uh, IndyCar, uh, not running until April 16th, at, but it's my favorite race, uh, out at the Long Beach Grand Prix, um, Formula, Formula One, uh, April 30th, uh, Azerbaijan, uh, Grand Prix. And we hope, I mean, knock on wood, uh, that we're going to get the, uh, truck race in, uh, out at the, uh, Bristol Dirt and then tomorrow, the Food City Dirt Race, uh, 5 p.m. on Fox at Bristol Motor Speedway for, uh, the cup cars. Um, gonna, gonna see who uh, could pull that off. Cause last year, um, of course, we had Kyle Bush win that race, but Kyle Bush, uh, was actually in third, uh, coming out of turn four, and there was contact between, um, between, uh, Reddick and, uh, and Chase Briscoe. Uh, those two took each other out, uh, couldn't get back to the line. So, uh, Kyle Bush. So you got Kyle Bush and, uh, Kyle Larson, who have won the two, uh, dirt track races at Bristol. Which is interesting because you think uh, one of those uh, one of those pros um, is going to come in, and of course, speaking of uh, you know, kind of outsiders competing in this race, uh, uh, Jason Davenport um, is going to be running uh, in this race. So, going to be neat to see if he and uh, Kyle Larson go back to uh, uh, you know throwing slide jobs on each other and have as good a race as you saw um, out at uh, Bulls Gap. Uh, but anyway, we got a whole lot more coming up, including we're going to talk dirt track racing. Here in Albuquerque, out of Sandia Speedway with David Tanner on the other side. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. This is Earl Walter, three-time NASCAR champion. And you're listening to David Quote on the New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. This is Al Unser, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Slope of the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Gearwood Performance, Albuquerque Driveway. Halpern's Truck and Equipment, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. We're going to have to check the, the label on that spot um, because uh, we just ran a, uh, a 2022 uh, season for Albuquerque Dragway. So uh, we need to make sure that uh, we get the right one going because uh, the 2023 season is going on out, out at Albuquerque Dragway. So uh, apologize for that. Uh, but also getting ready to go is the 2023 season um, out at the dirt track at Sandia Speedway. Joining this morning is uh, David Tanner. How you doing, man? Good morning. Good. How are you? Good. So first off, uh, it's been a quick couple months since we had you on. Um, and uh, I, have you slept much in the last couple of months? Because you got a whole lot going on to get that dirt track going. Yeah, I sleep not not real good all the time, but uh, we're making progress, so that helps. Well, fabulous. So uh, you got got your second practice going on uh, today. Uh, talk a little bit about how practice went last week. It was pretty good. Uh, no complaints about the track. It it held up for most of the day, and you know it uh, daytime and and not enough water right. doesn't make a good combination. But At- sorry, I'm a uh, Actually, packing the track in with my truck now, so it's a little bumpy. Oh well, that's cool. I mean, yeah, we—I'm not sure we've ever had uh, 
have someone live actually while they're packing the track. But uh, don't let yeah, them just... Yeah, turn laps. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, so talk a little bit about, I mean, practice, uh, you know, of course, people always think about practice is, is you know, for the drivers. But, but practice is also for the, the crew and the staff um, of the track. And especially, you put a new team together this year. Um, how is that going? You know, it went really well. We didn't have any major hiccups. Um, but you're right. A lot of people are new, but uh, a lot of the same people came back, and that helps us tremendously. Are you? Are you? Um, I think we've got a pretty good good group going. Are Are you still looking for some people? I mean, um, I to me, it's like we're all always... well. The biggest thing we're looking for is is uh, people with push trucks to help us with the sprint cars. Oh, okay. So how how would someone uh, reach out? I mean, what 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 are you specifically looking for there? Well, somebody that's. Uh, reliable and has common sense, right? Um, willing to to learn how how to do it, what the process is, and uh, we'll get you in for free and and let you enjoy the races. Help well, us out. You know, you may not have to do anything, but but you may. Well, the cool thing I'm I'm thinking about is you actually get to then go on the track. I mean, because you're you're you bump, you're going to bump start a sprint car. I mean, if you've ever wanted to get on a dirt track. Um, and, and maybe don't have enough money or, you know, you're not quite, uh, comfortable yet. It sounds to me like there, that's, that's a really neat way to get on the track. Yeah. I mean, I actually started when I was a kid, I went out to the racetrack to, to do that very thing. And now I'm racing. But, but that's and now I'm running the track. <laughs> so I guess you could take your, your push vehicle. I mean, you know, a truck or, uh, you could put a number on it and then you can feel like you're racing. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a push truck race. <laughs> A push truck race. Well, that that might be that might be the way to to get more people involved hey, in that. Um, we're open to anything. Open to anything. All right. Well, you got to like that. So um, I know you you had a post out there. You even reached out to me about um, an announcer. Um, do you do you would you like to announce your uh, your your new PA guy? Um, yeah, he's actually not new. He he helped us out last year. It's Kenneth Payne. He's oh! going to be our announcer for this season. Fabulous. Uh, I love I love Kitty Payne. Uh, also, yeah, he's, he's excited. He also does some um, some e racing, so uh, that might be very uh, very exciting to uh, to see him call a race with the the slide jobs and all the other uh, terminology that we could have. And uh, uh, looking for right. them, he's he's super high. Yeah, I mean he's got he's got good energy, and that's what we need. That's that's fantastic. Um, we talked about some improvements uh, when you were on uh, what you know what you were going to try and accomplish in the first ninety days, and. Uh, um, I know you've uh, you know, cleaned up the place uh, and moved some K wall around. What are some things that uh, people could come out and and see different than we were out at Sandia last? Well, that's probably the biggest thing. Uh, it's just the, the cleanup was the the biggest thing of the whole facility. It was it just been neglected for so many years, and uh, we were we're turning that around. We've rebuilt the inside of the tower. The had a rickety wood platform and. And it's all good. We put windows in, and we're going to have a heating and AC unit installed this next week. Wow. So, that's big, dude. Better help it with the creature comforts. I was going to say, that's big, because last year um, I went out and um, and called the uh, uh, Randy Combs uh, Memorial Race and uh, uh, nearly froze my tail off. Um, got another buddy to come out, you know, that maybe, you know, fill in and doing some announcing froze him out he's like i don't know how you guys can do this um so uh that that sounds fantastic um what, what are some of the other um 
other things that maybe the drivers would see that uh, maybe the fans wouldn't notice as much? Well, the biggest thing we're getting from the drivers is uh, people are just still happy there's a track here. Right. And a lot of positive compliments on, on the improvements we've made. It just it looks like a racing facility now instead of just, you know, some place to go race. Right. Well, I think that's... Uh, you know, I live in Edgewood, and actually, I uh, the other morning I was at the hardware store, and one of the people behind the counter told me they heard that we were doing a great job out here, and I didn't even know that they were in, involved in racing. Well, so that that is a that is a first, Mister Tanner. Uh, I mean, that track yeah, it's, it's two thousand, and no one seems to know we have a track. I know it. I know it. Well, that that yeah. that's fantastic. Well, uh, I thank it's, you so much for coming on this morning. I, I know you're you're trying to get some work done, so I I won't keep you much more. But uh, what time are gates opening today? Uh, practice is from ten to three today. Ten to three. Gates All right. will be open at nine thirty. All right, and so I mean, fans, friends. I mean, can can people just come out and watch fans, practice? Uh, too? Yeah, they can come out. There's no charge for spectators in the grandstands. It's uh, five dollars for a spectator in the pits. Okay. For practice. Well, uh, and then we lowered our prices for the regular season for spectators. It's ten dollars. Nice. Make it affordable to bring your family out. Fantastic. Hey, appreciate you so much for coming on. Uh, uh, keep your eye on blading that track. It's going to be important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, send send good vibes our way. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, it's uh, David Tanner, uh, at Sandia Speedway. Uh, kept the name on the dirt track. Suka, Suka Circus is now the uh, the name for the uh, the road track over there. Uh, but you can, you, you can go and check out all the stuff that's going on. Uh, Sandia Speedway with uh, their second practice today. Um, I don't know, guys. Um, should we should we get a push truck? Sounds like it. I mean, help out Sandia. Also get a little racing in. I, I, I'll touch my little turd on dirt. I'm all in on the push truck. That's you've got me. So is is this now a perfect excuse uh, to get a, to get a little ranger? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We we could sticker it up. I mean, it could be you know it could be like the general you know the general Lee, right? Even though you know it's funny. I saw a uh, uh, what was it a smart car. That someone had decked out like the General Lee, uh, but instead of the O one, it was one half. Oh, got it. But um, bumps. <laughs> so I mean, this would be a good way to get get on the dirt track because I, I mean, I will tell you that I went out um, and I thought, oh yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I want to try out this dirt that thing. So I you know jump in a modified. You know, I think ah, I mean I mean I've raced open wheel cars. I can do whatever, D- dude. It's tougher than it looks. I mean, because you know, you gotta you gotta turn uh, you gotta turn left to turn right. No, you gotta turn right to turn left. I don't know what it, what is it? You know, Spencer uh, uh, throws all this stuff out at us. So I don't know what what in the world he's talking about. But it's about as foreign to me as as drift is. I mean, because you know, I've been I've been to you know professional racing schools. Um, they didn't they didn't really teach me anything other than how to you know uh, left foot braking. But uh, uh, but but anyway, I mean, it's like. It is so different. It is. It's so. Um, it's so different because you know you're. It's. It's all about a show and the smoke and the whole kind of stuff. So. Um, so definitely different. But uh, uh, you want to go out. You want to check out what the dirt track racing's about. Uh, we got an open practice um, going on uh, today until three o'clock. Um, and uh, man, I'm, I'm telling you, the turnout for the drift last week. I think there was something like twelve hundred people for the first uh, uh, whiskey garage event. Uh, later this month, you've also got um, 
Southwest Motorsports is going to be cranking up for the road racing out there. So it's it's really it's really on right now. What we're going to get going for this season. I mean, it's it's uh, it's pretty quick. It's pretty quick. But uh, definitely appreciate uh, you guys coming out this morning. It was uh, um, a better morning. I mean, geez, uh, now that we got the sunlight coming in this morning, I just it's just when it's dark and cold. You know, I just don't want to get up. I mean. Uh, I do got to ask you, I mean, do you, you survive your birthday, Dan? I mean, you, you all right? Yeah, I'm doing all right. It was a great week. Got to celebrate my birthday. Got to watch some baseball. I'm tip top. Okay, so we're done if you're going to talk about baseball. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, well, we got uh, another show. Hey, keep your eyes out. The new uh, newest edition of the New Mexico Motorsports Report is um, is out. Uh, we're, we've been uh, putting it out. We'll probably be putting it out till probably about Tuesday of next week. So just uh, keep your eye out for it. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report. Presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, Halburn's Truck and Equipment, and Swope Real Estate. Here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene. Whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. 